Welcome to West Virginia Commonplace. Today we have an episode that uh, has to be dealt with. Um, podcasting is a magical thing, and uh, the way that it's portrayed uh, in some lights is that it's a very great thing to do. But there's sometimes that podcasting is not some of the best stuff that you can be doing when it comes to the business side. Because there's a cost, there's a price, and there's a return that you have to endure if you want to be successful. You can't go out here and um, if you're a hobbyist, this, like I said, this podcast is definitely not for you. Because if you're a hobbyist, you go have fun with it. You're not looking at numbers. You're not looking at making any money. So, once again, this is one of those deals where you, you have to kind of step away from this episode. So that was my warning there for anyone that is a hobbyist. This is not a podcast episode for you. This is for the fledging podcaster that wants to make money and perceives that they have a great product and they want to keep going forward with it. So first off, everybody knows the price of being a podcaster. Um, People illuminated in videos and then everybody with their self-help guru videos and people who don't pretend to be self-help gurus that really are. Because um, anybody that helps you is a self-guru, help guru. They have found a lane inside of podcasting to make money. And that's how they they present it in a different way that may not be as a self-help guru, but they're still doing the same exact thing. That's one thing I want to clear right there. Everybody's doing the same thing. We're encouraging people to um, learn the ways that we learn how to monetize or how we learn how to get people to get involved and to spend money on our podcast. So that's the thing there. So people will tell you in a normal design, too, and this is the price I'm talking about. The price is you go out here, you start your podcast. After X amount of episodes, uh, you start garnering a little bit of respect and notoriety from different people in the podcasting community, be it the independent or the mid-majors or the majors. So when you do this, that means that they've looked at your podcast and they've noticed that you have certain things that work out. And then the other thing that that uh, helps so much is that they notice certain flaws. The flaws come in the come in the uh, instance of some people are using cell phones. So the next step is people will tell you to go either one or two ways. One way is you can go the XLR way with the interfaces and all that other stuff, or you can go the second route, which is the USB microphones that everyone else uses. Uh, the Yetis, that's what I use um, because I travel with my podcast. Um, and you can use the XLR and the interface and all that other stuff, but all that stuff gets pricey. So that's that's part of the, the um, price right there. And then they tell you certain models to follow, how to garner um, listeners, how to attain listeners, how to keep these listeners. Um, so you go through all those fine shops there, and that's where the advice starts getting kind of dry. Because at this point, when people are telling you the price, they're not giving you the cost. They're not telling you what really the mental anguish and the stuff that goes behind the scenes. They're just telling you the fluff and the stuff that they want you to hear because it, it makes for good business. Because some people will not have a hard struggle. But some people, and I want to say this about at least 85% of the people, are going to have some type of struggle. You're not going to just sit out here and just make money from the get-go. No, that's not the case. You are going to have to get into what we call the cost. The cost here is this. You have to get out here and you have to get focused to the point with your podcast that, hey, my podcast does this. So, for example, my podcast, what it does is I'm a variety platform. I have certain tailored guests for Thursdays, certain guests for Tuesdays when I do do the optional Tuesday show. On Saturday is my fun day. That's usually a show that I do that's fun for me. That's something that I want to do beyond what I normally do. Um, What could be podcast collide, could be uh, a movie review, could be a true crime episode. 
But that's the stuff that I do, you know, in between there. So here's where the cost comes in. Once you start doing your business model, you have to actually make it and tailor it to what an advertiser wants. Now, you're going to have some people that are going to be like, oh, I want you to, I like my advertisements to be on your Thursday show because your Thursday show primarily is this. So, for example, my Thursday shows primarily are mental health focus, um, varied stories from around the world, um, women empowerment, men mental health, mental health as a whole. So a lot of people want to incorporate with that. And on Saturdays, I have my podcast cloud episodes and I have different things that I do there. And advertisers like that kind of stuff, but that's not going to generate what they need in return. So that cost is, is you're going to probably get rejected on some of your original material, which I got rejected on my original material because they said that that was not marketable. That was something that I was doing for fun, and that's fine, but a sponsor does not want to sponsor what you're doing for fun. We want to sponsor what you're doing on Thursdays, those very high intellectual, those those episodes that are gripping, the stories of uh, family members uh, committing suicide, things like that. Um, not so much like that, but that's just an example I'm going to use. Like, those type of stories are what they're looking for. Now... That comes with getting a lot of rejection. I'm talking about it was so much rejection that I was looking at a lowly company that should have sponsored me, and they told me no because my content wasn't proper. They told me that I needed to add an intro to my, my show. They told me I needed to um, highlight my guests a little bit stronger in the show notes. They gave me key points that I took from it, and I went further with it, and I still don't have an intro because I don't want that because I told you how my podcast is stated. But I've gone in more in depth and my show notes are better. There's more information uh, with the sponsors and different things like that. So I, I took that, that criticism and I made it stronger um, inside my podcast. And then I learned that I do actually need to focus on certain tailored episodes. Because like I said, we all have ups and downs. But not every single episode that I produce is going to be what a sponsor wants. So I had to learn what a sponsor wants. And that's the hard cost that you have to understand inside this. Um, you think that your favorite podcast um, continuously produces exactly what they want. The greatest example in podcasting that you can use is Joe Budden. When Joe Budden gets out of line, his sponsors pull from him. And he no longer has money. And he has to go shop his podcast elsewhere, which he can do successfully because he's a big name. But understand as a mid-tier podcast, low-tier podcast, wherever you are on the spectrum on podcasting, it's this simple. You have to understand the cost of getting a sponsorship. And then that will lead to you refining your show and doing th tweaking things a little bit more to make your show sponsor worthy. And when I'm talking about sponsors, I'm not talking about just the ads in the show. I'm talking about someone that's going to actually get behind you and put money into your show, to the production of your show. And that's the cost that people don't fail to realize also. People sit out here and they buy equipment. And I'm talking about no disrespect to anyone that buys that really expensive equipment. But there's people that put tens or we'll say a thousand, two, three thousand dollars into their show. And that's a cost that they need to spread across every single episode until that equipment is paid off. That, that's something that you have to assume in your cost because that's not part of the price. That's a cost that you have for doing your show. I know that I use a Yeti microphone. My microphones I've purchased at really low prices. So I've spent $70 on one microphone. I had to stretch it out to afford that microphone. Or I had to figure out what 
was going to pay for that microphone so that it could be in my podcast? Was it something that I took in my personal life and budgeted out? Or what did I do to pay for it? So you have to figure the actual production cost of your show. If your show costs a lot of money to produce, then you're definitely going to need sponsors that will handle that. And you're going to hear from all these self-help group gurus and anybody else alternately saying this. And I'm saying anybody else except me on this one thing. They're going to hide and act like, oh, these costs don't matter. Yes, they do. If you're out here and you're trying to make money with what you're doing, you've got to offset your production costs. So if you bought an interface and that interface was $500, well, you need to make $500 to pay that off with your podcasting or whatever side hustles you do within your podcasting to justify what you bought. That's the things inside the cost that nobody wants to talk about. They don't want to talk about the time that it's going to take for you to structure that agreement to get those shirts produced uh, with whatever um, company you have producing your, your uh, shirts, um, and things like that, your cards, thank you cards, all that other stuff. Those things are part of the cost, and, and that's the, the issue there that people don't want to talk about. We don't hear about in the, the flashy little ads that go across uh, Facebook, Instagram, and different places. You don't hear about those things. And then next, the return. If you are sponsored by a show, a show is looking for a certain type of return on their investment, and that is to actually get the analytics that they're looking for. You will get dropped by a sponsor very fast if you lie about your analytics. I prescribe this one method. Go search every platform that your podcast is on. If they offer a podcast manager analytic tool, definitely get in there and use it. Find out your statistics and pass those along to your sponsors. You will be very surprised at how many sponsors do not care if you don't have 10,000 listeners. They're looking at your demographics. They're looking at who you reach and how you reach them, when you reach them, and how far you reach them, and is it on a continuous basis. That is the number one key in getting sponsorship. And yes, you will find sponsors that, that you can get through mid-roll at different places like that. Um, and you can go on the big big formats and, and use dynamic hosts, which you won't have any problems. But if you're an independent podcaster and you're out here and you're legitimately trying to make it, the things that I've talked about in this podcast will help you. If you have any questions or if you need any type of consultation, um, email me over at wvuncommonplace at gmail.com and we can sit down to a consultation and see what we can work out. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Um, I, this really was a labor of love because I, I was getting very tired of seeing all these uh, razzle-dazzle uh, videos on Instagram and this and that about, oh, I can help you get here, I can help you get there. No, you can get there once you're structured, but you got to get a little bit of rejection, um, and you have to understand the cost, the price, and the return. The return is real simple, and, and I didn't spend much time on it is because – you have to know that you have to return back something to whoever or whomever invests in you. That's simple. If there is no return, they will see it. You can't hide those analytics. You can't hide that stuff because when you're partnering with someone, you're getting money from somebody to provide them a way to advertise their products. So if you have any questions, uh, like I said, once again, you can head over to the email, head over to uh, the website at www wvuncommonplace.com and uh, we can set up something and go from there. This is JR signing off.